Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. Would you open your Bibles with me to Genesis chapter 1? We're reading one verse, the very first verse of the Bible. Amen. Most of you probably can quote it. Genesis chapter number 1. Amen. And verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And I want to preach on the subject back to the beginning. Back to the beginning. Would you, would you be seated, please? God bless you. Back to the beginning. Amen. You know, this earth had its beginning from God, through God, and by God. And I believe that verse, that first verse of the Bible, I believe it's one of the most powerful verses of the Bible. And I thank God God started the Bible with that verse. Amen. Because if you can believe that verse... Then, uh, and you can look at everything in your life and everything, any, any good and bad and whatever comes your way through the lens of that verse, amen, then many things will make sense to you and many things will fall more into place when it comes to God and His Word and the meaning of life and all of these things, amen. I'm telling you, praise God, if we will be able to believe in the beginning, God created everything the heaven and the earth if i can believe that i can believe anything else in the bible i can believe that moses parted the red sea with an ordinary stick i can believe amen that jonah was swallowed by a special whale prepared by god amen and he was in that whale's belly for three days and three nights i can believe that samson took the huge amen city gates of one city and took them off the post and carrying him up on the hill. I can believe that he, he caught 300 foxes with his bare hands, tied their tails together, and let him run through, uh, and tied firebrands, and let him run through and burn all the crops. I believe also that he killed 1,000 Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey, because in the beginning, God, amen. I believe, uh, amen, that David slew a nine-foot giant with as little a slingshot. Praise God. And I believe it all. I believe Jesus walked on water. I believe Jesus healed the multitude raised the dead I believe it all folks amen Amen. and I believe that the church that Jesus started praise God has the power that he says it has amen and that's why I'm telling and thinking that we and praying and hoping and talking about going back to the beginning where this all started it was a much simpler time at the beginning it was all about God it was all about his word it was all about his will his light his plan Amen. There was harmony and unity in God's creation until, that is, Lucifer 
One of the most powerful angels, an archangel, decided to rebel against God and convinced a third of the angels to follow suit. This event had such a huge impact on creation. Amen. That whatever good Lucifer was before he fell, amen, is really not mentioned much at all in the Bible because after his rebellion and after he was judged and cast out, all of it, the good that he did do was all but forgotten. Amen. And he was referred to as the devil from the beginning amen so let me tell you something praise God God is good and he was from the beginning amen and the devil he's bad and he was bad from the beginning amen and that's all you need to know and we gotta serve we're gonna serve somebody and we need to serve God amen and I wanna serve him at the beginning I wanna serve him in the middle and I for sure most importantly wanna be serving him at the end John chapter 8, verse 44, Jesus said, Ye, talking to the Pharisees, ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And then later on, John told us in 1 John 3, 8, He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Folks, when you're with Jesus, amen, you have the power to destroy the works of the devil with Jesus. He, he already destroyed it. Amen. The, the devil has been defeated. He still is a foe. He's still our enemy. But when we are with the one that created us in the beginning, we're going to be okay. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Lucifer chose to be the source of all evil and darkness in this world from the beginning. He has been doing this now for thousands of years. Amen. He's not about to change now. So after all this time, there's a lot of water under the bridge. It's not a simpler time as it was back in the beginning. And that's why I think we, we need to go back and we need to remember how it all started. Amen. And, and not be all bogged down by what's happened since the beginning. Let's always remember the beginning and all the power that went with it. Amen. So after all this time... There are many people out there that want to be Satan's friend or to worship him or to buy into his lies. But let me tell you something. You cannot make deals with him. You cannot bargain with him. You cannot reason with him. You cannot make a truce with him. The only thing you can do, and you can only do this with the help of God who created us in the beginning, you must resist him, you must fight him, and you must defeat him in your life. Amen. Praise God. So we need to get back to the beginning and realize God is the only one worthy of worship. The devil tried that on Jesus when he first was baptized. And he went out in the wilderness and fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And he said, hey, why don't you bow down and worship me and I'll give you all this world. Hey, it's not yours to give. Amen. Yeah, you kind of snuck, you kind of snuck it away and you tricked Adam and Eve out of it. And you became the God of this world. But it really doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the creator. Amen. And so I will not bow down and worship you. He said, thou shalt worship the Lord your God and him only shalt 
shalt thou serve. And that's what we're going to do, folks. God is the only one to worship, the only one to serve, and the only one to dedicate your life to. Because God will never lie to you. He tells you the truth, and he is the truth. Amen. And, folks, we had our beginning from God as well. Amen. We had our beginning from God. I wasn't hatched. I was made. Amen. I didn't evolve from some lower life form. I was created this way. Amen. Some mistakenly believe this. We were made by God himself at the beginning. Psalms 139.14 I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. You, you see when people, you know, you know a lot of times when people, they, they have, when they get shocked or surprised about something, they have a saying, you know, they, or they'll say something. Maybe they got it from their grandparents or their parents or, or they just heard it and it just kind of caught on. You know, somebody scares you or something, ah! you know, or, or you say something or, you know, or you're shocked and you hear some news and you go, well, I'll be, you know, whatever. And, you know, there was an old saying, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Are you kidding me? You see, if you don't believe that God made us in the beginning in his image and in his likeness, then you're not the monkey's uncle. He's your uncle. <laughs> and I'm telling you, folks. There's no monkey that's my uncle. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I was fearfully and I was wonderfully made. I was not even spoken into existence. He took the, the dust of the ground, breathed into it, and I became a living soul. Amen. Praise God. But uh, you know what? A lot sure has changed since the beginning. People trying to convince us that God didn't do that and we didn't come from that and that didn't happen and all this stuff. Even Jesus said in Matthew 19, 4, have you not read that he which made them, talking about people, he at the beginning made them male and female? Oh, how so much has changed since the beginning. But we need to get back to the beginning on so many things in this world. And it will help this world. And follow God's plan. And follow God's will. And then and only then people will prosper and be blessed. When they get back to the beginning of what God intended for us. But you know today. I don't know if you know this. But today is. If you look on a calendar that has all the different holidays or whatever. Today is Pentecost Sunday. Amen. It's a day celebrated not just by Pentecostals or Charismatics or Spirit-filled groups, but all across denominations. Amen. Celebrate today. And it is, amen, a celebration of the birthday of the church. Amen. When the church was born in the earth and when the church began, had its beginning, that's what Pentecost Sunday it's all about. Amen. Because, you know, some people are mistaken when they believe that the church started sometime in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John when Jesus was walking around and talking about, he, he talked about the church and these Gospels did speak about the church, amen, but the church did not begin 
during the time of the Gospels. Jesus said even in Matthew 16, 18, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He said, I will build my church. He was looking forward to it. Amen. But something had to happen before that happened. And then he said in John 20, 22, when he had said this, this is after his resurrection, he breathed on his disciples and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. But folks, that was a symbolic prophetic gesture because they did not receive the Holy Ghost when he breathed on them. He was just telling them, hey, go and receive it. You're getting ready to go and receive it. Amen. But the church could not begin until the Holy Ghost was officially poured out. You got to have power when you start this church. And the outpouring of the Holy Ghost could not take place until after the death burial and resurrection of Jesus. Amen. Jesus said, John 16, 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Amen. John 14, 26, what's the Comforter? Who's the Comforter? But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. That's what the comforter is. He said, you need the Holy Ghost. He told him in his last, some of his last words in 2449 of Luke, Behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you, but tarry or wait in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with that power from on high. In other words, I'm in the process of sending this promise, but wait till you receive it. And then the very last word, recorded words of Jesus before he ascended up into heaven, after his resurrection and before his ascension, the last recorded words of Jesus are in Acts 1.8. But ye, because they were saying, when are you going to restore the kingdom? And when are we going to set? They were thinking of an earthly kingdom. But he said, no, I got a spiritual kingdom that's coming. I'm not setting up an earthly kingdom. I'm not going to topple Caesar right now. Amen. I'm setting up a spiritual kingdom. It's going to be different. And he said, but, amen, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and in the uttermost parts of the earth. Amen. The disciples knew the church had not had not uh, had its beginning yet. So they did exactly what he told them to do in Luke and Acts. He went, they went to the upper room. And the Bible says, and history says, from about seven to ten days, they were praying and they were waiting. And they were expecting and they were praying and they were waiting. And then finally the day came where the birthday of the church, Pentecost Sunday, so to speak, was going to be. Amen. That glorious day. And it happened to coincide Amen. On purpose. If you read the Bible, the Old Testament, on the Feast of Pentecost. Acts chapter 2 verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord at one place. And suddenly, amen, after 7 to 10 days, they were wondering when it was going to happen. You know what? You just keep praying and you keep believing and you keep fasting and you keep waiting on God and you keep doing His will and you keep being obedient. And I'm telling you, God will do for you suddenly what you've been waiting for for a year or two years or a month or whatever, suddenly it'll happen. It'll be a text. It'll be an email. It'll be a phone call. Somebody will come and tell you. Just hang in there. God does it suddenly. And the Bible said, verse 2, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared of them cloven tongues like as a fire. It sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. 
and began to speak in other tongues as a spirit gave them utterance. So the church was born in that suddenly, in that Russian mighty wind and power and Holy Ghost and fire in that upper room. And they all, there was 120 of them up there. All the apostles and Mary, the mother of Jesus and several others came came down. Some of them were so filled they were almost looked like they were drunk. They come stumbling down. Amen. The, the stairs from that room and, and a crowd began to gather because that feast was in town. So that a lot of extra people around. Praise God. And so Peter took the occasion and he preached the first sermon of this new infant church. Amen. Hallelujah, this newly born church. And he preached, and they, they were all wondering, what was, what was this? What is this? Amen. So Peter quoted an Old Testament verse from Joel chapter 2, and he said, Amen. You know, the Bible said that in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And upon my servants and in my handmaids, I will pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. And Peter quoted that, and he said, this, that what you see right now and here, is that that Joel just talked about. This is a fulfillment. This is the church being born. Amen. Hallelujah. This is what the Old Testament was pointing to. This is what the gospel books spoke about. Now the church has begun. This is the beginning of the glorious church that will take this world by storm and turn it upside down for the name of Jesus. And Peter would later confirm this fact when recounting. He, when, when, if you read chapter 10 of Acts, when Peter was told by God to go to a Gentile, go to Cornelius' house, go to an, a non-Jewish person, because they thought it was a Jewish church, the Jews did at first. Amen. But God said, this is going to be for everybody. And so he sent them over there, and they got the Holy Ghost after he was preaching to them. And the whole household. And when, when the headquarters heard about it, Peter got called on the carpet, so to speak. And he was telling them the story. And he said, hey. He told them about the visions. He told them about God, this, and the angel, and all that stuff. And how they got the Holy Ghost just like us. And he said these words to the council, amen, at headquarters when he got back. He said in Acts eleven fifteen, as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them as on us at the beginning. Amen. So Peter, the guy with the keys to the kingdom of God. Peter, the guy, amen, that Jesus said, praise God that you are Peter. Amen. And you're going to be used by God to bring salvation to many people. Amen. He confirmed that the church was born and began in the book of Acts chapter 2. Praise God. At the beginning. Amen. And we would do all do good to go back to the beginning of the church. Back to the beginning of the simpler time. Because there's a lot of water under the bridge in these last 2,000 years since that day of Pentecost. And there's a lot of different groups and a lot of different beliefs and a lot of this and that. But I'm telling you, we need to go back to the beginning and the original power of God. The original plan, the original gospel, the original uh, thing that God had given us that had miracles and healings and a life-changing impact on all those, those who come in contact. Amen. With how it's supposed to be 
in the beginning. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Would you stand with me? Folks, we must be born again of the water and spirit. That's what this was all about. If we're a believer, we got to also be a receiver of what God intended for us to be at the beginning. God wants to us allow, amen, that experience to be personal of our own, to have our own Pentecost experience, the infilling of the Holy Ghost in our hearts and souls. After Peter got done preaching, many people in the crowd were convicted, moved in their heart, and they asked Peter a question. Acts 2.37, Now when they heard this, they were pricked at their heart and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? How do we right this wrong? How do we get on board with this new church? We see you got something. Help us. We want to be a part of that. Then Peter answered the question, What shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And he went on to say, this promise is not just for a select few, not just for predestined for certain people. It is for every single human being, every single man, woman, and child, amen, that will relinquish and yield themselves to God. This promise is to you, to your children, all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day they were, there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Praise God. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.